Thanks to the Diamond Tina Podcast Network, this is more fired up. We are more fired up on the Diamond Tina Podcast Network. Stephen Ferris, Dennis Carnahan. Joining me, Chris Gale, with the very, very disturbing news that Channel 9 wants to kill a Sydney club. You say more fired up? More fired up. It's very hard, Chris. When your team... Very hard. Well, everyone in this room is in contention (laughs) still, Stephen, (laughs) including Redfern, Pat... South Canberra Tigers Should also I leave alive. now? Is that, is that, that's not the right thing to do, is it? No. Surely, surely you are more fired up. Surely you are more fired up because you've got more anger. You've got more angst. You've just been off air yes, talking what? about the Illawarra conspiracy. What did Queen Elizabeth II once say about that terrible year? A terrible, Paris, horrible. Paris. That's the one. Yep. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> well, you had, no. what, what, was 2010 you had a win? Yes. Well, it's this decade. No, Come not on. Bad, is it? Not Come bad. on. <laughs> and we still exist. And you still exist. Well, this is the thing, isn't <laughs> it? It's a joint it, venture. It, in all this discussion about Channel 9 killing a Sydney club, the St. George of Dragons never come up in discussion, do they? No, well, I think that there's uh, two points. We won't, the, the, the main point of it is chronology, you know, last in, first out, without doubt, first in gets a, a fair crack of the whip, you know, thus the Tigers and Souths and blah, 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 you know, and I think it's in George 1921, fair cop. I think uh, Melbourne should be first out. Hoyt Melbourne. That's my goal. <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah, why not? Hoyt they suck out. up too much space and time anyway. They take a whole position at the top of the ladder. Get rid of Does them. Does anyone even know they're there in Melbourne? <laughs> well, let's look at the lay of the land as Channel 9. Molly. Let's look at the lay of the land as Channel 9 sees it. So Darren Lockyer says, second Brisbane team, inevitable, right? Mm-hmm. Employee of Channel Nine, Brad Fittler. <laughs> I don't see why the Sharks just go off. Shouldn't go off to Perth. Manly should go up to the Central Coast. It's all north of the bridge. They're crying mm, for it. Mm. The Tigers could go to Brisbane. Employee Channel Nine. Right. On the other side, Scomo. The Sharks are going nowhere. Yeah. Channel Correct. Nine. Does, Channel Nine doesn't. Absolutely. Oh, as in geographic. He's hubristic, isn't he? He's full of himself at the moment, isn't he? Channel Nine apparently doesn't run the rugby league, does the NRL? I mean, is he kidding himself? Has he got no idea what going? Did we see what happened yesterday? With, oh boy, who with, runs it yep. with the Canberra Cronulla team yeah. game running overtime? Yeah. I think Freddie Fritley himself just ran onto the SCG and kicked off between St George. Yes, yes. And the Tigers because they got a news to run. Split screen. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Gladys Berejiklian and she uh, won rugby league? Robert Bozo Fulton said the Sea Eagles are going nowhere. And Bozo pointed north towards the Titans. First oh. of all, where's Barry O'Farrell and all this defending the Tigers? Mm. But is that a dinner party you'd like to be at, Dennis? ScoMo, Gladys and Bozo? Hell no. That's a dinner party I'd like to keep. In fact, that would be a great dinner party because if that happened, it would mean that three of the most ultimate dull bores in the world are only one place. The rest of the world is going to be a more joyous place. Is Bozo a bore, though? That's the question. Yeah. Is he? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, he's part of the continuous call team, so. Yes, yes. Oh, boy, I'm sorry, I'm getting a bit dozy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. So, yes, who should go? Well, I mean, it, it, it's obvious to me that Cronulla should go. They don't deserve it, to be there in the first place. I, For once in my life. Mm, you agree. I agree with you. Yeah. So, uh, I had the pleasure of uh, meeting uh, Glenn Dwyer, who's written the uh, Taking It to the Streets, the second history of the Newtown Rugby League Football Bumper. Club. Is this Bumper? Well, his nickname is Bumper, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, he he's written this tome about Newtown being kicked out in 1983 by the evil forces that were the New South Wales Rugby League and how they made their way back through the Metro Cup and mm-hmm. now flourishing in the Canterbury Cup semifinals bound. And the trouble, and even Bumper would admit this, that Newtown, they were landlocked. 
Right, they were yep. surrounded by. This is like Sudetenland or something yeah, in the thirties, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, they're but look surrounded at the power by of Switzerland, right? <laughs> look at that, that wheels. You just got to find your reason for existence. Yes, you know? but you're not going to expand Switzerland. No, no, they're not going to go anywhere. To. They got right. all the gold in the world. And Newtown was surrounded by Balmain, South East Canterbury, everybody yeah. basically. I mean, the annexation of Cronulla, a la the annexation annexation of Sudetenland, just seems like a very Obvious mood to me. Just it, reabsorb, yeah. and then you've got seem, that strip down to the Illawarra, and then you can put a second team in Brisbane, put a second team wherever you like. Exactly. It does seem the same that the West Tigers, West's Tigers, they kind of have a bit of, you know, they've got Campbelltown, and they've got... Like very large, a large swathe of land there. But in you? between, you've got then Penrith and Parramatta and yeah, the Bulldogs, the, but, and there's not really contiguous uh, land. You're the Western Sydney no, rugby league really, team. No, contiguous land. The is Tigers it? is essentially the southwest of Sydney, and it's just that corridor. The <laughs> what about Canary Banks down? <laughs> Hello? And you just have that, that corridor along Parramatta Road, uh, past Concord, and then it just a like corridor. a corridor. And it's like an ever opening flower out there in the, in the MacArthur region. <laughs> like a cauliflower. <laughs> well, I do love that. Yeah, Buzz is sitting there saying, Manly should go. Manly. But let's, Baz is singing for his life, isn't he? <laughs> so the Sutherland Shire is where Cronulla is. They don't actually have, like, if you, if you cross Tom Ugly's Bridge, you're into Cogra, you're into Dragon's Territory. What's the other bridge called? Oh, I can't remember. Orford, Fairford or something? Yeah, whatever. Captain Cook? I mean, Captain Cook. <laughs> is it? Everyone knows the Tom Uglies, but yeah. that's not the bridge it's you use anymore, it's ugly. is it? Yeah. Um, but then, if you, know, if you go south through the National Park, further south through the Illawarra. Yeah. So they are. They're very so isolated. They're now, yeah. the Sutherland Shire at the last census had 218,000 people out of a population of 5 million. Right. Oh, Manly. Cool. Manly has Warringah, Pittwater, Karingai, Hornsby, Manly yeah. itself. How many? Mossman, North Sydney and Willoughby. That's the catchment for the yeah. Manly yeah. Warringah Sea Eagles. 745,394. Uh, that means I actually live in the Manly catchment area. I had no idea. <laughs> well, you are because, they, because they've assumed the Bears catchment area. Yes, and the Manly Warringah. So you'll be in the... Uh, now, if I move to Surrey Hills, am I now in the Tigers area? Oh, no. you're in the Tigers Roosters Souths. No. Like I don't, I don't think anyone knows. And this is why this whole my little statistics there are pointless. Because Surrey Hills, uh, Redfern, Pat would officially be Redfern, wouldn't it? I think once it's over the Anzac. No, I know. Parade. It's Souths. It's I know. Souths. I know. I know, what I'm, I know what I'm getting <laughs> myself in. Jerry in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're mired down in 19th century geography. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, the game like- needs to move forward to the 21st century where it's virtual. We don't even have players. It's just a jersey. All you follow is a jersey. Have you got any more numbers? No, that's it. I that's like one. the well, I have got, I have got another number. Yeah. The number nine. The number nine for Channel Nine, and that <laughs> I'm loving that. Like just hearing this, that they're thinking of kicking a team out. Mm. Pretty sure they were thinking of doing that in the '80s. They got rid of the Jets. They got mm. rid of West. They wanted to and expand. They wanted seen... to build. And you know what happened? Super League. What? I reckon Super League. Oh, I reckon it's set up. It's yeah. set up for Super League. It's yeah. set up. You've got you've got Channel Nine saying, "Let's kick a team out. Let's move a team to Brisbane. Let's not show. Let let's you know the fact that the the Raiders and Sharks is gone to Golden Point." Yeah. Bugger Foxtel. So who would take it over? Because Murdoch was a was a was a, a media network, and yes. he needed the, the the code to well maybe, substantiate his viewers. Maybe Ko, maybe Ko's going to run away, and the the subscription network's going to die off. Wow. The Foxtel cable's going to die Stan. off, and suddenly it's going to go Netflix. Stand on Netflix, Netflix rugby league, Amazon Prime, hey? Amazon Prime. We're going wow. Optimus Prime, <laughs> Optus Prime. Oh, the, boy, I mean, it's always good to see the Transformers kid into this discussion. <laughs> The uh, interesting thing is, of course, is that the uh, Murdoch press is saying, you know, there'll be a fan revolt. And we've, we've lived through fan revolts before when 80,000... In fact, we've South, caused them. <laughs> yes, we're 80,000 South fans march for the right for 10,000 to go mm. watch their team play at Adelaide and Z. And, and, and they're referring to which team? 
No, any of the teams. Any, any, any city right. team. Because you know, there's some teams that are so lazy they couldn't be buggered. Because <laughs> let's face it, the Daily Telegraph, their motto is, we're for Sydney. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Corey Mail, by the way, we're for Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it seems like w- w- we'll get into this uh, stasis where the idea is that the cl- all the clubs have this licence in per- perpetuity provided they remain financial. Mm. And so, as Buzz likes to point out, uh, a couple of these rugby league teams will eventually go belly up because they won't be able to um, help themselves. So yes. it might be that we're in a sort of uh, wagon circling thing sort of yeah. to see who gets smoked out. And meanwhile, of course, the support that the, the you know, the, the Suns or the, you know, the Giants, whatever, receive is for a purpose, <laughs> to keep them afloat, to take territory. Yeah, to kill rugby league. Hello, you yeah. know. I mean, the, the only argument I've heard <laughs> for the Titans continuing to exist is because the Gold Coast, Gold Coast Suns yeah. are playing AFL there. That's right. the only argument. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's said in the uh, in the Telegraph again today that no one's walking around uh, the Gold Coast in a Titans jersey. Yeah. That's probably designed for um, it, Are they walking around in a Gold Coast Suns jersey? No. I don't no. believe they are. No, but they are playing on the Gold Coast. I believe if you, you, if you look at the, the AFL news, ladder right now, I'm sorry, Stephen, you might want to just step out for a moment. If yeah. you look at the AFL ladder, you'll find, where are the Gold Coast Suns out of 18 teams? I, I would have them at the bottom. They're at 18th. 18th. Three wins. Like the Titans. Three like the wins Titans. out of 22 The Gold Coast is not a sporting games. town, let's face it's it. just not. No, no. Beaches, theme parks, Bikinis, old people. ecstasy. yeah. yeah. But Gambling, not, yeah. The, the, Stafford, the Stafford brothers. <laughs> Stafford but brothers. There's just no room for sport there. <laughs> no, no, there's not. The access is way too yeah, yeah. skewed. Yeah. I mean, Do if, they have a lockout? Uh, no, surely not. I think this is a thing. They don't, they don't have a good conservative government giving them a lockout and making people bored and not letting people dress up. They're allowed to dress up on the Gold Coast. Yeah, right. That's not Sydney. Now, That's not rugby league. The, the difficult child, of course, is the Warriors. We all love the fact that New Zealand's there, I think. You know, and, oh, I, yes, and I want definitely. the to do well. They just never seem to do well. The ratings apparently are appalling. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people looking to sort of for their neck. Well, it's funny, yeah. that, it's funny the Freddie employee, Channel 9, yeah. didn't mention the Warriors because about a month ago he was saying they need a second team in the Warriors. They need – and he, he put it in Auckland so that there's a game every weekend in Auckland, which is the big argument for Brisbane as well. There should be a game every, every weekend week. in, Brisbane, yeah. in Brisbane. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's fluid. There's, there's two issues that have come up here. One is dressing up and the other is fan <laughs> – and, and, and the other is fan revolt. So yeah. I'll go to that one first, Steve. I had the opportunity to speak to – George Yusuf during the week, the gentleman who had the uh, fail Mary and the step down McGregor, and and, and 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 isn't he symptomatic of our times? You know the the crackdown by law and order across the world, right wing dictators literally just demanding they get their way. Usually men, of course. Yes. You know, Merkel steps stepping away. Yes. Uh, we live in a time where the, the the little man gets squashed by the big enterprise every time, and George is our hero, isn't he? Very much so. I mean, I said the him, voice think, of the people. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's and banned it for the people. Yeah, he's seeking the removal of uh, Paul McGregor as the coach yeah. of yours and George. I think Laura he's going Dragons. to Hong Kong next week. <laughs> That's right. You know, they let banners go. There, yeah. He'll get more of a voice. Yeah, yeah. There's no check. There's no signing a form or you know submitting well, it. You know. Well, this is it. Fees, you know. Well, this is it. I mean, first of all, the banners themselves fail. Mary, uh, quite a clever play on words. Mm. Step down, McGregor. Less so. I said, is that like a obscure seventies? Funk track, you know, yes. hip hop track. Down McGregor, and and the next thing. Sorry, Chris, to d- interrupt you, but that's part of the job here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know about the blue dye course in Hong Kong? Yeah, yeah. No, they haven't. spray the protesters with blue dye now. Is that? In- oh, I just love to see the hill that St George turned blue. You know, is, all painted in blue. Is, is that sort of like the pink triangle from Nazi times? Now that if you're covered in yeah. dye, you're in trouble. They've got you. That <laughs> wow. way, they spray you once, and they know who to beat. Wow, who not to beat? You know, and 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 of course, the the real force of evil here, you'd, you'd automatically think it's the dragons themselves, but they're able to. 
uh, flick past the responsibility onto the George's River Council. Well, okay, let me go back. We uh, St George don't own. Uh, whatever it's called, Netstrata Net Jubilee, Win Jubilee, whatever. Um, the, fam- the famed Oval apparently, which is our home ground. We don't owe, and every time we play there, we lose a fortune because the local council, from what I t- allegedly take a shitload of money off us, you know, for the pleasure of bringing the Dragons home. A ludicrous situation. And in the next couple of years, bringing the Sharks home yeah, from well, more reports. And that sort of says more about not so much how sort of, you know, their chicanery, but really about how desperate they are. They haven't got a ground, they've got nothing, you know, so they have to come and poach ours for a while, you know. Uh, but it's not even ours. Do you know no, what I'm saying? No, and that's not. And that worries me deeply. Yes, and the two oh, criteria, man. the two criteria were that the banners were not registered. Registered. Where, where do you register a banner, by the way? Yeah. The I mean, central banner registry. <laughs> yeah. It's in and, the department and, of Newspeak. And can't you see the financial creep? Like, like I run the city to surf, right? And like, if you get in really, really early, they send, send you your, your, your bib. You know? If you don't, you've got to schlep somewhere, join a queue of hundreds of people to have the privilege of paying $100 for your, for your, to register to run for fun. You know? It's like getting an entry visa into Russia or so something. You can talk about the Telegraph all your life, but you know, the Fairfax, look out. Oh, that's Channel 9, isn't it? Yes. Oh, my God. Here we go. And and derogatory was the other uh, criteria that the security guy made the call. Yeah. Your banner is derogatory. Now, it wasn't all bad for George because he decided he was allowed entry, but the banners had to stay outside, and he made the decision to go home. So there's a thought police down there. Very much yes. so. Yeah. yeah. You know, as I say, security guards described in the press, or as I call them, stormtroopers. Yes. And <laughs> it wasn't all bad for George because he was home at halftime and he'd already done 18 nil. So, so he goes... Because, you know, St. George, they leak points at a rapid rate. <laughs> Bullet dodged. Uh, but the fight continues. And uh, when I spoke to him, he's very measured. When you follow him yeah. on Twitter, it yeah. is just anger yeah, yeah. running. Firebrand, yeah. yeah. So these are, uh, these, are, these are worrying times where yeah. Channel 9 is making the calls. And even the Prime Minister and the Premier of our great country and our great state <laughs> are seeing the other side yeah. when we so often don't see their side. Yeah, but, and don't go looking for your leaders for help. No. It's not going to, I mean, you know, you, you could be switched off to Christmas Island in a flash, you know, and you, you and what for what? For having a banner that says, oh, you know, oust Mary? But, but <laughs> I tell you grammar. what, you know, these difficult times make for unholy alliances and unlikely alliances, yeah. but if Alan Jones is going against Dutton on the Tamil family, is he? maybe we is can enlist Alan to the cause. Yeah. He says it's no. a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. <laughs> Dressing. Right. What does Johnny Howard think of it? Because Johnny Howard's yeah, a number one. What, 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 what hold I, I tell you what Johnny Howard tells him, thinks about it. He's at the cricket. That's where Johnny uh, Howard is. Right of course now. he is. Now, speaking of dressing up, uh, Bulldogs, talking about banning things, banning banners, Bulldogs. Yeah, what have they done? Banned Mad Monday. Which is what interesting you- because last year, um, Trent Barrett, who um, had a great deal of control over Manly, he said no Mad Monday. He banned Mad Monday. Uh, the players went out anyway. They dressed up. Can took you out hear the beating drums? One yes. week, one yes. week, yeah. one week to go. Yes, yeah. You know, but see, it's a it's a viral human reaction. You can't ban it. It's like banning the cold. Which, Mad which, Monday, which just Dennis Dennis clearly yeah. happens, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, well, the good news is if they can't go on Mad Monday, they could all join us here in the uh, Batuta Advocate Studio. That would be fun. To just get all the boys in here from the Canterbury. Is this a as long as they dress up? Yeah, come on, come right. on in, come on, doggies. Hey, well, isn't there eight teams next week? Yeah, there's eight teams. On Monday? Yeah, but Going most, of, most of them will be in a state or overseas or something. Oh, I see. So we get won't the get the Warriors in here. here. We won't we'll get, get the Titans. Okay, okay. We'll uh, get the Dragons. dragons. We'll get the Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's the top eight like going to be? Who's, who's well, here, well, the fix is on. Yeah. Right? Uh, the top eight, it seems to be settled with the exception of the victor in the Sharks-Tigers game will secure eighth spot. 
or potentially seventh spot if uh, the unlikely event of the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs the defeating Sharks the Brisbane Broncos. 20 points or so on you. Yes, but we're now equal on the table, you see. Yes. Oh, so if you just win, doesn't yes. matter. Yeah, of course. But there is, as Dennis <laughs> pointed out to me earlier this morning, yeah. the fix could be in that if Canterbury beats the, uh, the Broncos and then the Sharks and Tigers are locked level after a golden point oh, in a draw, <laughs> the Broncos will be eliminated on for and against. Wouldn't that be marvellous? No Queensland... Well, what odds from, on that? Apart from Melbourne, wow. no Queensland teams in the Grand uh, I, I wouldn't put my money on it, Chris. <laughs> Apparently it was 1991 was the last time there's no Queensland teams in the semis. Right. And so was, imagine that. Was, that doesn't, inco- that doesn't Emma, include the Storms. Everyone's screaming for a South. second team for Queensland. Hello. For, for Brisbane. Yeah. yeah, but Queensland, yeah. There's no... Well, what's the other thing? That Brisbane's, the, the profit of Brisbane is more than double... They're the most profitable club, and their profit is more than double second place. Is yeah. there a Brisbane Broncos Leagues club? Yeah, I think there is. Because they keep talking about how profitable it is. I know Red Hill is the training facility. Yeah, where is it? But I don't think I've ever seen no. a Broncos Leagues club. Is it such a thing? Yeah, well, how are they profitable? What's going on? Yes. Uh, is it just donations? A lot of pokies. Beers at the venue? Who, yeah. owns, who owns the food and beverage rights? Is it, is it you know... Merchandise? Do, Donation-style New South Wales Labour Chinese yeah. situation. What's that mob called again? Oh, the... Uh, oh, the you know, the not, Huskies? They're not the Clydesdales, are they? No, no, no. <laughs> but not the donkeys? The, but they are the something, aren't they? The supporters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're donkeys, will do. Probably the reason you haven't seen it, because it's in Brisbane. Ah. The Leagues Club. That's there's the surprise. Ah. So yes, there is indeed a oh, Broncos yeah, Leagues Club. Wait, what, what, what are those uh, high rollers that are uh, part of that secret society that support the Broncos? Can you remember? You know, they're like another horse name. Yeah, not no. the Broncos. Thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds. Oh, the thoroughbreds. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'd like yeah. to meet a thoroughbred one yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they don't look like thoroughbreds. Well, tell you what, Saturday the seventh of September. You can go to Broncos Leagues and meet Michael Hancock. Oh, <laughs> three knees. Three knees himself. Imagine that. <laughs> Is that a whole event? Yeah, it's an event. Three knees. An evening up. with Michael Hancock. Evening, so yeah. can, we ta- can we take a vote about who's going to be uh, axed, executed? Uh, as in coaches? No, teams. Teams. On oh. Channel 9, get their way. Uh, who's number one? In- well, I think Freddie's just laid out the blueprint. He's got Sharks to Perth, yeah. uh, Tigers to Brisbane, uh, Manly to the Central Coast. But Tigers don't exist. <laughs> they're, they're just a figment. They're like they're like unicorns. Is that right? Is that right? No. Are you being voted out of existence? No, no. That's the Balmain Leagues. Club, I know that. But what Steve I'm saying is, you don't get an extra team just yeah. because you want to take the Tigers up north. They don't actually. They're not a separate team. But even yeah. if you take them up north, you still got West. Are you? you know, you're, you're saying you're, the West you're, Tigers up north? Yes. Oh, the whole thing. Yes, the whole thing. But this was this is this is Peter Beattie in Rugby League the Musical. He has he's outlaid the plan. He said take Wests. Wests go to Perth. You've got a natural thing. Wests to West. So the oh, Western... He's a thinker. The Western Magpies. Yeah. Simple. Um, you take the Tigers to South Queensland, merge them with the Richmond Tigers in <laughs> Melbourne. So you've got the, the, the Belmain Richmond Tigers down there. And then you just get the Sharks, put them up on the Gold Coast. Merge those two. So that gets a whole team out of Sydney. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And it gets, it gets the, um, you know, you can make the, the shitans. And that undoes that cynical the, attempt to undo St. Sh- George in 1967. Can exactly, I say the, the one we're Sharks talking? and Titans, the shitans, they become a the Brisbane shots. team. The Brisbane shitans. <laughs> and that is why Peter Beatty is standing down as the chair of the Australian Rugby League Commission. Because <laughs> they won't listen to him. Now, we, we, we want to go through the round itself, but Dennis, it seems like it might be an appropriate opportunity for you to uh, serenade us. Well, what I thought I might do, I thought instead of me serenading you, I thought... I thought I might get, seeing as he's just retired, he's about to retire, I thought I might get Paul Gallon to come in and sing you a song. Oh, all right. What do you think about Fantastic. that? I'll just see. Well, Gal. T-Goat. Yes. 
<laughs> the greatest shark ever in terms of number yeah. of games played. Oh, g'day, fellas. How you going? Yeah, oh. How are you after yesterday's yeah, uh, no, loss? I'm, a little bit worried? Oh, I'm pretty happy because, you know, I've lost more games than any other player, eh? So yeah. it was pretty happy way for me to finish my home team, my yes. home ground, you know. I lost my first game, lost my 50th, 100th, 150th, 200th, 250th. So the idea of 300th, the idea of winning my last home game, that was anathema to me. I wanted to have a dirty, gritty, down-in-the-trenches loss, and that's what I got, eh? You were brave and resilient, though, Brave Gale. and resilient, and I tried hard, and I poked some eyes, and I grabbed some groins as well. And you got a, a selfie with ScoMo. I got a selfie with ScoMo. He's a Beautiful. great bloke. getting better. Oh, yeah, we went to Engadine Maccas afterwards, eh? You don't know what to do there. Nappy, <laughs> nappies at 20 paces. Oh, oh, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work out, do I lose, if I lose this weekend... That could be my last game, so I don't know about that. I'm thinking maybe losing one of the semi-finals, and that'll make that my last game, which would be a great thing. But no, I wanted to sing a song for you about uh, probably the most significant event in my career was when I got fined 50 grand for uh, playing a little bit of drink and tweet. And so this one, this one goes back a ways. <clears throat> I won't do the whole song, I'll just do a little bit of it. You remember the whole Steve Noyce? Noisy, great man. Noisy's a great man, so yeah. He was, he was our CEO when the West Tigers won 2005. Yeah. yeah, well, he was a good bloke, and so the NRL sacked him. <laughs> Steve Noyce was a man who cared for the Sharks. He cared for the players all over the park. So the NRL sacked him, that made Gell distraught. So I took to Twitter and told them what I thought. I told them he cared for the players' feelings. Noyce was kind, Noyce was nice. Through Asada's nasty dealings, I can't say nice things about that bunch from the NRL because they're all Carmichael Hunts. Carmichael Hunts, Carmichael Hunts, I told you once, the NRL's a bunch of Carmichael Hunts. This year I'll retire, cause I've fulfilled my dream, to captain a premiership winning team. A media career, that's what's next in my line. I'll be the ugliest bastard on Channel 9. If you've seen the competition, you'll know that's saying something. <laughs> but now as I leave, there's one record I set. And if some bugger breaks it, I might come back yet. Cam Smith's played the most games. What a dull legacy. You see, I've lost more rug top-level rugby league fixtures than any other player in history. Come on, sing it, boys. Carmichael Hunts, Carmichael Hunts. I told you once, the NRL's a bunch of Carmichael Hunts. <laughs> Oh, I'm going, boys. I'm yep. getting ready for Mad Monday. See you. <laughs> and let's hope you do have a Mad Monday as the Tigers take out the top eight deciding fixture at Leichhardt Oval, the eighth wonder of the world, 2 p.m. Oh, Sunday. It's a fairy tale, isn't it? There will ad. be rainbows and unicorns, Chris, There's galloping around that uh, under the fig trees. The rainbows, days. unicorns, tigers, all together. <laughs> Stephen, I know you're no longer, no longer interested in this, but we are going to quickly walk through the games that were round 24 okay. in the NRL. Well, it was a joy to see the Cowboys beat uh, Bulldogs. 
At, well, I took great pleasure in that. And we said goodbye to Scotty Bolton. Yes. He's had a tough year, but yeah. uh, finished it in style with a left-footed yeah. conversion. And Matt Scott is still uh, recovering. Yes, but uh, he tweeted during the week that he's doing well. Doing well, great. And we said goodbye to 1-300-Smile Stadium, a.k.a. Dairy Farmers. What's happening with that, by the way? Well, it's, well, well, they've got it's a, not, not smiling enough. No, they're getting a gleaming new... Uh, Happy precinct and yeah. stadium. So it's in a different locale. Different. It's built closer to the town. Is it being built? Yeah, it's 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 going to operation next year. It's it's almost finished. So it's almost finished. What are they, have they like taken out that dirty big rock in I, the middle of Townsville? I've not been there. I've You've been not there, been to Townsville. Not been to Townsville. It's got yeah. a great big rock in the middle of it. Could they not be the same crew down to Sydney? <laughs> and build that stadium? Great idea. Yeah, right? someone actually can build yeah, a stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking <laughs> with building stadiums, did we mention this last week? Glad it, like you've got the matrix. The new matrix of off-field misbehaviour yeah. and property damage, damage to property, you know, two weeks for minor damage. What the hell's Gladys going to get? Exactly. For, for destroying the entire around stadium. That stuff? How, does she, how, how many weeks is she going to get? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Was that in the same category as high-level drug trafficking or, well, or low-level drug trafficking? High-level property yeah. damage. Well, it's got to be assault, surely. surely, the highest order. You think? Yeah. There was a little retrospective on Channel 9 yesterday, the forces of evil, as so described this morning, who've already <laughs> across the fact that 1300 Smiles has been renamed Willows, whatever that means. So they go... All our great memories of Willows, and no one knows what Willows is, but someone has, <laughs> someone has actually taken over the sponsorship of the stadium after the Cowboys have left. Yeah. So I think the good people at Willows probably need to uh, yeah. rethink what they're doing. So what are smiles? Sorry, were dental equipment? I'm imagining they were a There's friend. a lot of money in dental uh, work. Yeah, I would, I, they might have been a franchise of dental clinics, perhaps. Okay, so yeah. this Willows mob must, must be really cashed up. Yeah. Brand yeah. new stadium. Uh, the Warriors and South. Can I talk about simply yes. because very little interest apart from the fact that South clearly are back. But the because <laughs> they beat who they beat the Warriors, mm. and then that, that defines who's being back. Well, they beat the Broncos the week before, <laughs> but it did lead to this uh, very heartfelt tweet from uh, the Warriors hooker <laughs> Isaac Luke. Sup guys, X scrub, yeah. nice yeah. sup sup guys. Is there a uh, is there an apostrophe in you in there? Or is no, it just, just straight sup. up sup mm. sup guys? I haven't retired, although I feel like I'm getting too old. And then a lot of crying, laughing emojis. Yeah. I just haven't got a club for next yet. I think that's next year. <laughs> but my manager, wife, and myself are looking for a club, which raises the question again with a lack of a comma. Yeah, is, is that it, is the his wife manager, a manager and his wife and yeah. himself, or is yeah. it his wife who is his manager? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I uh, got this, confused this over that they just put up on Twitter. Poorly. Yeah. Any takers, job. more laughing, crying emojis. Yeah. Have one more game for the Warriors. That's all that matters right now. Love your heart emoji. So that's a good way of getting the word out, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. a modern-day Shakespeare. It is interesting to have one more game for the Warriors. That's all that matters right now. That's the sort of afterthought line tacked onto the end of looking for a club for next year, anyone yeah, yeah. keen. Oh, but really, I'm yeah. just thinking about this week. Oh, yeah. Like hell. Nothing else in my mind <laughs> yeah. apart from this week. It's, it's been a great year for rugby league wives and hello, Barbara Smith. And, <laughs> and the <laughs> the role kit continued straight after. Mrs. Maguire as well. She's, she's jumped in. Yeah, yeah, right. Straight after um, Mrs. Maguire, what's she done? Didn't she defend her husband, saying all these trolls are being mean to her husband, you've got to stop it, boys? Imagine his wife. No, 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 Josh. Oh, Josh McGuire. (laughs) And and Darius Boyd's wife. Well, that's what I was saying. Darius Boyd's wife tweets, he ain't going nowhere. No, exactly. I'm telling you now. Oh, double negative. No. And And no one argued. And he was man of the match. Man of the bloody match. Or maybe behind David Fafita. I a try as well. And a beautiful run to set up another try. Let's not forget the sideline and the referees now. Taking over the game. Yes. Hey? Yeah, terrific. Hey? Yes. <laughs> Gender no longer matters. That's yeah. our view. Uh, up Newcastle versus the Gold Coast. Ooh, old boys day. Smallest crowd in 22 years. Fourth lowest ever. Yeah, it's just crazy. This is great. The Newcastle fans, they're always said, oh, they're terrific. They'll turn out, you know, 
<laughs> rain, hail or shine, uh, no matter how close the, badly the club's going, well, we've tipped over a mark here, haven't we? We de- clearly have because Newcastle, they'll turn up to watch their team have a go. And if their team's having a go, they're mm. gonna, they don't care if they're going to win or lose. Yeah. They just they want to see the Newey boys having a go for Newey. And, and it's pretty clear they are not having a having go. A go no, you. and there's a big push, isn't there, for uh, Joey Johns to take over. Correct. So Take over the joint. Correct. So Phil Gardner, the CEO, who was one of the faceless men until two weeks ago where now everyone knows this guy's face. And earlier he had uh, put a message to fans. I like that. Yeah. Uh, suggestions of sabotage from the front office while finals were at stake is ludicrous. Ludicrous. He goes on to say, the information economy... And, trans- wow. and transfer of favours <laughs> that exist in rugby league is concerning and something beyond control. Wow. What does that mean? He's saying a lot without saying much. It sounds like he's reaching out and going for some KPIs. And who will be the new, uh, uh, well, the Minister of Entertainment up at Newcastle? Joey Johns. So he- Daniel Johns. Oh, that's right. Come on. Oh, oh. Well, look, he looks, Silver chair every year. He looks like he's got some time on his hands right now. I thought that thing with Luke Steele was going to go gangbusters. Gangbusters. What a didn't... great pairing, but it just was just two negatives or yeah. two positives. Yeah, maybe. You know, you know. Yeah. So, so Joey would have to come in mm. as Newcastle Supremo, any yeah. role, and handle both the information economy and the transfer of favours. Oh, God. Can he do that? Is he capable task. of that? He, he'd need Matty. The other really sad... sad well, Matty's uh, put Tim Sheens' hand up. Where is Tim Sheens? Uh, he is was he Salford, like, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, he's oh, in the UK. He's actually yeah. working? Yes. So he's got, he still kept his hand in. Yes. He knows how to coach still. Yes, but he wouldn't be brought in as coach. He'd be brought in as uh, <laughs> overseer. Oh, I'm just... Um, like like Bill Gould was. That's right. <laughs> I'm curious here, Chris. No. St. George. You, you, Needs an assistant. Well, that, again, I'm just thinking. Flano, not Flano. Steve Price could come back. No. You sure? No. Oh. The, the Twitter sphere has certainly raised his has name that, as a candidate to help you guys out. Yeah. Wow, I must get into that that sphere. Yeah, you, you'd enjoy <laughs> it. Um, I mean, a lot of meaningless blather. You, you'd fit right in. So did you, did we not jump Brisbane and Parramatta? No, no, the Kayla Boyd. Hey. Kayla Boyd. We talked about that. Is there something else you wanted to say? No. The Ferguson, the Ferguson try with 13 minutes to go. That was spectacular. That was amazing. Yeah. Coming off the infection. After all those thick shakes and yeah. a Porto hamburger. Porto chicken, chicken burgers. burgers. Yes, yes. And the seven kilos of lost And the lost mo- mobility scooter to get him around. That seemed to do wonders, but he can still fly like a bird. He certainly hey? can. And he's still got a plasticine nose. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, some, of, some of the nasty fallout uh, in relation to the Newcastle uh, disintegration, if I can yeah. use that word, yes. yes, is apparently Nathan Brown and Mitchell Pearce are not getting along. Yes, that's where it's all stemmed from. Goodness. Right? Yes, but he did apparently during the week get together with Mitchell and give him some life advice. <laughs> yes, I didn't, I didn't say what it was though. <laughs> no, but I'd like to know that. That was my question to you. Yeah. What, would, what would the life advice to Hang Mitchell on to your be? hair. Don't <laughs> coach. <laughs> did he give uh, him don't a slap? slap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 they made a TV show about it. It's had a book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the stuff that was heard around look, the world. There's already talk that Brownie, by sort of taking the bull by the horns and driving down to uh, uh, Fox 360, what is it, NRL 360? Yeah, to, uh, who, to put the spin on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Has been well received and has, he's already parlayed that into deals with Fox Sports and Triple M. Like, like I tell you, that team, that station needs some content. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this is interesting because you mentioned, of course, the one thing that he'll be remembered for. You know, Hopper White is remembered for the finger. Yeah. Carney's remembered for the bubbler. Yes. Well, Carney's making cashola out of that. Of course, media. Surely Brownie could do some sort of humorous thing with one of the betting organisations with the slap. Gotcha. Because he's out of a job. I mean, he, he came up with the best line ever, didn't he? The Wayne one? The little Wayne, big Wayne. Uh, Greatest line ever in rugby league. You could turn that into... <laughs> he could do a whole series. Is there a song, Dennis? He is a host, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a host of a show. He's yes. got, like, that's two, he is. That's two bona fide gags. Put him in a, uh, a secret tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, uh, Mad Monday, we can have Canterbury here, St. George, and Brownie can be the uh, fourth host. Wow. Fantastic. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, you're, you're... Wow. The, uh, the other interesting thing out of what, that could, game... Could he come home? Well... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we need separation, you know. And has he gone long enough? That's the question. Surely he has. Yeah. Yeah. Surely he's. Well, you'd have, have to go to the bunker, wouldn't you? You'd go to the bunker to establish whether there was separation, long separation. or sufficient downward What's, pressure. Uh, uh, you, Chris, you <laughs> did he regather in time? That's probably the question. The, the other really sad aspect of this game, of course, was another miserable season for the Titans, and their best player, Jai Arrow, has been given permission to negotiate, which seems like very strange. Six clubs are in the mix, but it's basically. His partner, Taylor Cannons, is a model, and she's with Vivian's agency. <laughs> Who's this Titans player? Yes, Arrow, Arrow, the Arrow and Cannon Alliance is That's, called. You know, that used to be like, oh, wonderful, the glamorous world of modelling, but now it's associated with all sorts of nefarious activities, isn't it? Well, you don't know where they're going to end up, do you? No. No. And Vivian's agency said, to be successful as a model, you need to get down from the Gold Coast and come to Sydney, because right. let's face it, that's where all the money is, if you know what I mean. What, the older men with money? That's don't go there, Chris. So, Jai Arrow. <laughs> All right. So, listen, the Battle of Brookie, what a friggin' disappointment that was. Sorry, please. Battle of Lotto Land. The Battle of Lotto Land. <laughs> I That's why, Chris. Hello. I mean, I was sitting there waiting for it, and Christ, Anaconda. Anaconda, bloody, you know, Melbourne Storm. They just sucked them and squeezed them and pushed them. And before you know it, oh, it's a try. How big is that Nelson dude? Oh, aside for Solomon. Man, he's like, you know. He's taller than he's, I am. Several. He's taller than you. He's several men. And in old world, he's over 18 stone. That's double me. And he's in better shape than I am. And he just has to find a little window. Boom, he's over. That was an awful game to watch. That That's not the spirit of rugby league. At least George Tafur came up with a couple of big shots. Tafur's shot. I mean, oh, that, that, that Munster. Just that was beautiful. Munster. And, yeah. and, and credit to Munster. He got up and kept walking. A miracle that he How got up and that? kept walking. You talked about a battle of Brookvale. Yeah. And uh, Bellamy... Gave an interview earlier in the week. It was a different time, clearly forgetting when Curtis Scott put one on Dylan Walker. But Curtis Scott being <laughs> kept out of the team by Justin Ollum, the Papua New Guinea sensation with a hat trick. Yes, yes. How do they do it? You know, Pappenhausen. Well, I know how they get Pappenhausen. They poach him from the Tigers. But <laughs> have, how does Bellamy do this? Have they ever done that before, poach anyone from the Tigers? Can you say that? Pappenhausen was poached? Coached Pappenhausen? Corabiti? <laughs> Corabiti. Uh, what about the Fox? Where's the Fox from? The Tigers. Right. Goodness. Mm. Ryan Tandy, I think, also played for the Tigers. <laughs> but before. as you know, it's nearly criminal revving up this whole Battle of Brookie thing. And the only person who got revved up so much got arrested was a punter. Well, this is the thing. How bad is it <laughs> that Melbourne yeah. took their own security detail with them to the game yes, yes. and it still wasn't enough? Yeah, to stop <laughs> some lunatic getting out there with a bottle. <laughs> but we were talking about this when I went out to Lotto Land a few weeks ago and I was very surprised by the tunnel. You can actually walk across it as you arrive at the game. But at the end, mm. because they've erected the barriers, you've got to walk up into the grandstand to get to and the over. other side. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's not working, is it? Uh-huh. Should he get a life ban? Uh, Will Chambers, I'm referring to. <laughs> oh, he should have been banned long ago. Long ago. <laughs> that bloke had it right, didn't he? <laughs> so, uh, uh, has anyone heard any report of what actually happened? It seems to be kept quite Oh, you haven't secret. seen it? So basically what the guy was but doing... But he's got his phone out and he seems to be waving a phone at him. I, I thought what he was trying to do was, you know... Clock him. Yeah, you know, he was filming Chambers and sort of, yeah, sort of like a... In his face. A tut-tut-tut thing, yeah. but yeah. it probably Touched contacted him. his face, I think. Right, then all hell broke loose. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's not like he, you know, the... the the media reports suggested there was a punch. He yeah. tried to punch him. Yeah, there's no, there's no actual him. punch. He's like, he's waved his phone at but, him and he's gone, oi, oi. What's, what's really happening, of course, is that with Banner's band, the guy had a message on his phone. 
Oh, he couldn't, he couldn't get the banner. He couldn't get permission for the banner. Was it George? Did it say? Yeah, so he had a message on his phone. He said, Come here. Look at that. Look at that. Phil McGregor. Modern technology. You know. He actually said, Fail Mary. And they said, Dan. And the security guards were pissed off. That's right. You can't get through like that. Because it's. Unregistered phone. Unregistered. And derogatory. And it wasn't paid for. And he, <laughs> yeah. wasn't, he wasn't charged with anything, was he? Not yet. Not yet. yet. I think he's released without charge. Yeah, he's released, released without charge. So you've got, you've got your criminal thing and then you've got your NL thing. Todd Greenberg said it's unacceptable. Yeah. If the changes aren't made, they will lose their home semi final. What was the grammar like in this message? Did we check that? Todd's message? No. Well, the, yeah. the phone message. <laughs> well, Mary, it's not that hard, is it? <laughs> but, I'm trying to want a brookie. But, but if you actually see the security guys, they all sort of, of course, they then have to, in removing him, Take him across the tunnel. Yes, <laughs> Again, the tunnel get him through. Yeah. But he drops his phone and one of the security guards very obligingly turns around and picks it up. Uh, yep. Evidence. Yep. Nice. Uh, Manly, huge rate of attrition. Uh, we lost uh, Morgan Boyle. Jaseski. I have that? trouble did, saying Jaseski. Speaking of grammar, would you say that, that Jaseski? We lost. We yeah. lost? We lost. Yeah, well, any, he's no, we as in anyone from Melbourne. Right? Right? Rugby League community. Yeah. Right. Okay. Jack Jaseski. Is that how you say it? Gashevsky. Gashevsky. Thank you. But Tommy Turbo, the dreaded peck. Yes, uh, but you know yes. what? But G- Gashevsky, he's the one that was offside when he took the intercepting against oh, the Raiders yes. for yes. Let the eight point try. Yeah. So yeah, ah. yes. How do you do a peck sort of in in virtual standing still? Oh, because the player running, he, cause he turn style the turnstile. He turnstiled the yeah. arm and it got. Oh, yeah. did he stretches yeah. it? Which you wow. know plays into the chicken wing. It's, it's the whole purpose of a chicken wing is to tear a peck. I mean, wow. I, with my trainer, we and do then grill it or roast it, grill it, seasoning. Yeah, a little know. bit of seasoning, bit of chimichurri <laughs> or something. With with my trainer, we do. Peck stretches. I don't even have one, so God knows what it's like when you've got one. Though they must be that close to being snapped. You know what I mean? Like they're coached within an inch of their. Sorry, trained within an inch of their lives. Everything is a breaking point. Everything's a breaking point to get yeah. that one percent. The rubber no band's been no, pulled and pulled. Not anymore. It's actually to within a mil. We went metric in the seventies. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, you, Thank you, Dennis. You, you were able to work Melbourne into I that. Love dis- uh, sorry, Canberra into that discussion. I was going to do that for you because Bailey Simpson has given an update during the week about the wing nut. He said, forget the ears, Cam was applying pressure to the temples. Yeah, that's even worse, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. He was also trying to twist Bailey Simonson's yeah. head off. And if you have a good look at Bailey Simonson, look at the face, look at the, the, the general deportment, the way he walks, the way he moves. Yeah. If he had a little, little bit of fur on top of it, a little bit higher hair, yeah. he's Cosmo Kramer. Wow. Next time you look, yeah. just Google him. Google okay. Cosmo. They're the same yeah. person. You you yeah. hate, I imagine, how people give you suggestions for songs all the time. No, I love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Most of my best ideas aren't right. mine. <laughs> Something in the way Bailey moves. How's that sound? Yeah. Makes me think of Cosmo Except- Kramer. No, Ooh. no. Or Cameron Smith. <laughs> <laughs> just the way that Bailey moves. you got to get the, the, the way. You I know. Get, you get the meter right. Yeah. The wing nut going. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, it's got to be left to right, right to left, right. Opposite I do left. love baseball. That's right. They can't be going the same direction. No, I'm dying for the day. Like he's played 18 games this year. He's a former, as as every commentator says, every time he touches the ball. I don't know if you've noticed. He's a former uh, All Black Sevens player. Oh, is he like beach sprinter, jockey? Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. exactly. All Black jockey. Yeah. So he did play. Um, you know, he's. he's Played rugby, is it sevens or not? I can't remember which, whichever sevens. smaller version, the fast, the interesting fast version. The of rugby. One. That's the one. And um, he's never had a moment of broken field. 
He's no. never had a moment of broken field running. Look at him. He looks like you can see Cosmo Crane. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're looking at an image on our screen uh, brought up courtesy of Redfern Pat, and it's uh, it's a fair analogy. And the way he runs as well, it's more in the body. And, and when he falls over, he and, falls and over. He definitely, he's, he's got ears, big ears. His ears definitely Come protrude. Yeah, they're, yeah. Al- they're almost Gilchrist-esque. <laughs> they are, and that's <laughs> the thing. So if you're trying to rub his temple, if you're if you're trying the to rub his temple, way. you're not going to be able okay. to get past the ears. Yeah. And there he is in his all black sevens. There he is. We're not apologising for Cameron Smith though. No, no. He could have tried to find his the, way around. He was after the, the temple. temple, right? He was also trying to twist so his neck. He's good enough the year to get to the temple. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's cutting it. down a hedge to get that's to the, the gateway. Yeah. Yes, he's got to trim the hedge. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, your knowledge is deep. Uh, the Roosters played Penrith <laughs> to wrap up Saturday night. Now, moving on to uh, Sunday. <laughs> Dennis, you were there. Canterbury Cronulla. You know everything to play for no, for it's everybody. Canberra Cronulla. Well, it's like Canberra Cronulla. Well, Canberra Cronulla. Uh, I don't know where to start here. First of all, Sticky stayed in the box all, all day. Yeah. Why was that? He's getting used to finals footy. Right, because you're not allowed on the side. I believe so. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, he's retraining, acclimatizing himself. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Box view. Is he? Yeah. I think that's absolutely... You've made that up. I thought he wanted a perspective. He's, he's, he said he just wanted a perspective from up there. Yeah, I think it's finals perspective. We'll have the, a look. The uh, One thing I want to say is, you know, a recent adri- addition to the Fox commentary team, because you're at the game. Oh, yeah. You and I were not. Barney the dinosaur. That's my. That's my. Oh, that's my first take on hooks. Oh, I can't think of maybe I don't know. <laughs> who, 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 who are we doing oh, here? Griffin, Griffin. Oh, former right. Panthers yeah. Broncos coach, is now an expert commentator. He's come in with a wet sail towards the end of the thing. <laughs> a wet sail. He, yeah, a wet sail. Like on a damp, the dinosaur, like a damp squib, more like it. He talks real slow and <laughs> real deep. And is he a Queenslander? I don't know, but his analysis. I, I was listening to it, going, "Why is he there?" He, I remember seeing him. In, I saw him in the corridor at the back of the second stand. Like, what that's that's what's called Christian generosity. It, it probably is, yeah. yeah. He'd be a great character for you to do, but no one knows who he is. No. <laughs> That's the trouble. Enough time on the air. Now, the, for the for the, the nerds... Is that the, all we're going to do? No, no, no. We've got... Oh, boy. We've, got, hey, we've we been got, doing camp every week for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, no. We've got heaps more here. For, for all the nerds, uh, five field goals. Field goals, yeah. Uh, the most since 1970, Yeah, uh, where they had to eventually bring in what's known as the Eric Sims rule and turn field goals from two points I into one. I Eric Sims. Well, Even just, though I was a South supporter, I loved Eric Sims. I loved him too. Yeah, yeah. Terrific. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And Kevin Longbottom, just for the name. <laughs> six, six. He kicked six in the 1970 grand final. Yeah. Six field goals is the yeah. most. Well, I actually don't know that he kicked them all. I haven't checked on that. But a big shout out to Nick Tedeschi, by the way. Yes. He has a, a column each week which, which points out pointless field goals. That's what it's called. Pointless. Uh, from the couch. From the couch. Mm. And he also has some. Um, because there was. A, who scored the pointless field goal this week? There was one forty-one. Oh, uh, that was that was uh, Reynolds. Reynolds. That was that was glory. Yeah, the Rabbitohs. That was fantastic. And people say, "Are they sirens s- gone?" It's the GI trophy, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they go, "Are you sticking it to the opposition?" I say, "No, no. You're putting it in the bank for the semi-finals, right?" Yeah. Paul Sait was another name that I like from that era for the Rabbits. Right. Yes. But it, we, we we look at the field goals now. Of course, so much of the story, unfortunately for you, Dennis, about that game was Gal. You know, his final game at Shark Park, Points Bet Stadium, going the way of the dinosaurs. Yeah. Endeavour, Ronson, Caltex, yeah, yeah, uh, swamp. Ramondas. Toxic Swamp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. SCG, dot, mm. dot, dot. And so there was a beautiful celebration for Gal at the 13th minute because he's playing number 13, standing ovation from the crowd. Wow. Chad Townsend celebrated by kicking the ball what, dead. Who spread the word? I mean, was that social media stuff? Yeah, yeah it, it was. It was hashtag yep. thanks, Gal. Yep. 13th minute. Yep. Stand 13th for Gal. Yep. And before the game, they had a whole lot of ex-teammates of his 
playing, you know, one in the black away Cronulla strip and one in the blue home mm. strip, all with number 13. Yeah. So you've got, um, you know, Heinington. Like we care. And Ettingshausen was playing. Was he, yeah. And um, yeah. a lot of players who had lost their hair and I couldn't recognise <laughs> since then. Um, but yeah, everyone playing the 13 and when the third, what I thought of when the 13, when the crowd went nuts for the 13th minute, I remember when they did that for, um, the goat, Gary Lyons, um, in the cricket that was supposed to be his first ball. The, the second ball of his first over in one of the test matches was everyone's going to go nuts for Gary because it was some significant number of balls that he'd bowled. He's bold and everyone's about to get up and go, yeah, and he got a wicket. <laughs> ah, no, everyone's supposed to go, nice, Gary. The whole crowd was going to stand up at the MCG on Boxing Day and go, nice, Gary, but he took a wicket. So they, he ruined it. And I was looking at that 13th minute going, oh, wouldn't it be great if what? there's an intercept try in the Raiders well, to score? It was almost wouldn't that it be bad. Gell? Chad Townsend kicked it dead and Canberra got a seven-tackle set. Uh, and then- Dennis, while you're on cricket, did anybody take notice of the, uh, the, the brand-new spin bowl for the West Indies? Yes. 140 kilo. Rakeem Cornwall. Hello. Hello. I think you pronounced it wrong. I think it's Nelson Asafa Solomona. Is the, the correct pronunciation? <laughs> yeah. the, uh, he's not involved. quite as he's, trim as Nelson. No, no he's no. But he, he doesn't need to be. He took a catch yeah. when it first came in the first slip. They keep him in the first slip because yeah. they don't want him running around the field. Yeah. Two catches, three wickets in the first innings. He was unsuccessful overnight. No wickets. But I've described him, you know, there was the big ship, Warwick Armstrong, who captain Australia in the 20s. Right. He's the big Caribbean cruise liner. Oh, oh. Like it. yeah, yeah. The, the Caribbean princess. Yeah. <laughs> Caribbean queen. Oh, no, maybe not. <laughs> now, with 13 minutes to go, Aiden Caesar started the flood of field goals, and I thought that was, again, trying to stick it to Gal with, you know, the, the number 13. But it, it was a flurry that ended up in a win for your boys, Dennis. Oh, it was great. It was, it was heart-stopping stuff. And um, I've got to say, I'm, I'm going I'm to backtrack a little bit. There was a... Uh, Jared Croker picked up the ball in goal. Picked up the ball in goal. It's a long episode. <laughs> it's more. It's a lot of football. It's, it's playing into the mindset of Dragons fans and Raiders fans yeah. that the Raiders have just won this game, and after the game, so Jared Croker halfway through the second half, he picks up the ball in goal, steps, runs, and is through. And he's through the line. They've taken. They've had a you know the kicking goal, and he's running from his own end. Morris, whichever Morris plays for the Josh. Josh plays for the um, thank you Josh for the Sharks. Ran him down. Jo- Jared just didn't have the pace, and no. Josh caught up with him. Now, on his outside, there was two Sharks players, and about 10 metres back was Jack Whiten. Mm. There's some Raiders fan who's gone online with a snapshot of that, of him. He's 10 metres ahead of the two Sharks, and then he's got Josh Morris closing. He's like, why didn't he kick it to the left so Jack Whiten could somehow cover the 30 metres faster at, than the two Sharks Josh, at pace yeah. would have got the 20 metres. Yeah, why didn't he kick it? You know, this yeah. is why we're not going to win any games because it's, it's like, hang on a second. He took the tackle yeah. because he knew there was no defenders yeah. and they scored the next play. Yeah. So this guy has put this post up going, you know, this is why we've got to get rid of Croker. This is why we've got to get rid of our captain, our most senior player, yeah. our highest point scorer in history. Yeah. That's why he's got to go because yeah, yeah. he didn't make that kick and they scored on the next set instead and we won the game. Oh. And he's complaining. Um, and and no, what? And that was your tweet. And no one's listening to you, Dennis. Is that your point? <laughs> in, in hey, t- been a, there has been a flood of chase the chase the chaser, or uh, chase the guy going going for the tries. Yes, a lot yes. of a lot of like who's the fastest guy in yeah, the league? And, 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 ran down the and as Chris has pointed out, when you're running with, with the, the ball, ball, it slows you down. It, That's how the much do you lose? You reckon? What percentage do you lose? I'd say it's at least ten percent. Yeah, ten oh, percent. Get out of here. Seriously, never slowed me. Are down. You, 
Really? Are you setting up a challenge? Are you setting up a challenge? You, in fact, were quicker, hey. quicker with the ball in hand. <laughs> <laughs> the fear motivated you. It lifts me off the ground. The, uh, all the beautiful anecdotes about Gal, time is against us going into all of them, but apparently, if you notice, every time he would run out, he would use his fingers to tap his head, cheeks, chin and shoulder, and this comes from his mother, Kerry, who practices Reiki, a form of energy healing. Has she got a big jaw as well? I don't know. But did he tap his temple? Because that's what uh, yeah. <laughs> Cam Smith likes to come out and, and tap then, others. And then his habit over every game is that when he uh, arrives at the game he'll or training, he has a lunchbox with an apple, banana, and a box of nuts inside. The snack box stops <laughs> him from going hungry. Who's nuts? We nuts. The and nuts yeah, he grabbed yeah, the He collects them. And every oh. morning, his high school... Now, that, that, now, that's for the Rugby League Hall of Fame, surely. Gal's <laughs> <laughs> box of nuts. It's caught in his, caught in his scrotum. <laughs> well, again, it's All a, a shame, I should say, Chris. Perfect, perfect marking opportunity for nobbies. Yeah, yeah. yeah release a designer range. A designer Gals. range of low-hanging fruit. Well, I've got the footage of him picking out Josh Hodgson's nuts a couple of years ago. He's got his hand in there. Let's, let's and you throw, you throw in the odd sort of stitches as well, you know. Like, unpicking, unpicking the stitches. Let's get Gal's box of nuts into our Fire Up Live show, 11th of October, Factory yeah, Theatre, yeah, tickets yeah. at factorytheatre.com.au. I, I think Ben Mendels is going to handle that one. And uh, the box of nuts and the, and the lunchbox, yeah. the broader lunchbox packed every day by his high school sweetheart, now Anne, sorry, now wife called Anne. Now, look, we've uh, mentioned the Tigers' uh, walloping of the Dragons. Simply, I don't want to, I don't want to Chris, hammer it. all we need to do is to get 29 field goals and we would have been there. I don't want to hammer it, Stephen. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I want to cast a discreet veil over, except that you briefly came back in the second half where Corey Thompson dropped a bomb. Oh, yeah. And he was interviewed after the game and he said, you know, I'm happy we got the win because I was in a pretty dark place eating popcorn <laughs> at one stage. Not a strawberry dick shake. <laughs> so... So, what? I, well, the image is that well, he's... he's t- waiting for the ball to come into his arms. So he's made the error. And, and people, he's thinking, dark cave. You know, rumour mirrors, etc., etc. He's thinking but about popcorn. We, well, he's, obviously, Corey's a movie fan. He's what? He associates being in a darkened room with going to the movies. Oh, the movies, of course. Yeah. So it was a That's beautiful, nice. beautiful well, analogy. Yeah. And he's... Popcorn and thick shakes. Yeah. yeah. And what movie is he watching? Huh? You know? Is it the Marlon Brando in a cave? What, you know? what, apocalypse now? Yeah, is it? You know, is it's it, a dark. The place. Exorcist. It could be. Apocalypse. You know? yeah, I don't know. It's dark. Whatever it is, and well, so that would that would take me off the off the, off my game as well. Ball coming at me. Boom. Yeah. Can I, can I simply summarise the game this way? So uh, he spilled his popcorn, is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of dropped his lollies. And or his nuts. Was like what he was doing on like the, he's on the ground picking stuff up. I was like, what's he doing there? Is this like mad? <laughs> the game can be summarised simply this way: uh, Benji Marshall currently on one hundred and seventy thousand uh, dollars. Ben Hunt, one point two million. How that is, is that? Is well said, Chris. Right. Poor old Ben Hunt. We've gone over time. Just, 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 just the popcorn. Is it? Did he go the caramelised, the buttered, or plain salted? True. And oh, is it heated? Can we ask? Yes. Can yes. we find out? Can, you, we, can we reach Chris? out to him on Twitter yeah, and say, Corey? Well, I, I should see him at the grand final lunch, unless we make the grand final. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can never understand that sort of packaged popcorn. You know? Oh no! Stick in the microwave. The hot. Yeah, well, no, you can sort of buy a packet of, of popcorn. room temperature packet popcorn. I don't need popcorn. It's only for the salty flavourings right. that you get them. Uh, time is a Guinness, but uh, week that was, Dennis, you concluded Rugby League the musical. Uh, the professor was there, I believe. Yeah, is, the professor. Is that, is that the competition? Barney and 
Oh no, it's all a collegial, you know, yeah. friendly and yeah. No, yeah. he was he was he stayed on the cans till till well, well after the. Yeah, he's definitely part. apolitical, Dennis, isn't he? He skates across a whole lot of media platforms and I individuals. Think, I think the words are after is he has his nose in a lot of troughs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a slut. I believe they call it media. Wherever the word blows, I'll take it. Yeah. If, if you're not too. if you're not deep in one trough, yeah. you've got to get yeah. sort of at Just least shallow, shallow yeah, in a number of yeah, troughs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he's uh, multi-snouted. Yeah. No, there is one more. There is one more. The season review and grand final preview on Monday, September 30th. At? At the Bridge Hotel Roselle. Put that in your diary. It's going to be a big one. Uh, anything else in your week? Um, oh, play played Confetti Disco, played at the Reesby uh, I thought you'd Workers hung Club. up the... Uh, no, I've got a couple more. Glittery. I've got a couple more shows going with, uh, with Confetti. And gee, that was a good night. That was a great fun night. Seven? Nothing. Nothing? No, nothing. <laughs> I'd give up. I had a huge weekend. <laughs> hey? I had a huge weekend. Did you? Yeah, you I went, did. I yeah. called the break them make, break their backs and make them rumble for Pro Wrestling Australia at Max Watts. Oh, where two belts were up for yeah. grabs, and then we had a thirty person rumble to determine oh, who challenges smash up derby kind of thing. Who challenges for the right to take on K Manning Ugg for the heavyweight belt? One of our alumni, Shazza McKenzie, wrestled. Shazza. Overnight, I think it was in Vegas. Oh, no, it was in Colorado uh, in All Elite Wrestling, the second biggest wrestling company in the world. So we're going places. It also marked the what's called Black Label, which is the main labels, uh, the main shows, a debut of a... It's a wrestling format called Black Label? No, uh, the company is called Pro Wrestling Australia, and they do PWA Black Label and PWA Green Label. Oh. So and Black, Johnny Walker haven't complained? Not at all. No. And uh, it marked the black label debut of a openly gay wrestler, Silvio Milano. Right. right? Well, is he related? And that's exactly what he wants you to think. But he's not. He's not. And, oh. and I said, uh, am I right in saying that you actually got the name from Alyssa Milano from Who's the Boss? And he goes, absolutely. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, my mate Hayden James, uh, two sold-out shows at yeah. the Enmore Theatre yeah. where it marked my debut of getting backstage at the Enmore. Is that right? Yeah, I was pretty yes, happy about that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's a glorious little space downstairs, isn't it? It's very good. And yeah. the kids loved it. Did you see how I just dropped that in? Yeah, oh, you've obviously done it <laughs> several times. <laughs> Anything to look... Hey, yeah, what happened to the horn? Yeah, it got beaten by got the pretty boy. Yeah. yeah, too much junk food, they yeah. reckon. Work for Fergo, not for the horn. I, I, I just think the horn, the, the Manny Pacquiao thing might have been done too, and dusted. Too far, yeah. 30 years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't stop Mundine for a while, though. No, he's still going. <laughs> <laughs> he's rugby league return. Wasn't that great though? He went down rather badly. Was it? A ret- uh, He's a dreamer, Chris. Is he actually is he still is he still planning for that though? No, he had a he had a in one of the satellite competitions. He actually ran back on the field a few months ago. Mm. And how's Val Holmes going? Mm. Well, he didn't make dropped. the team, but he's... He uh, didn't in, make the team. No, he's in the training squad. He's in the, the practice squad. So the, what they do is the actual squad, yeah. they want to run drills against opposition. So the practice squad plays the opposition. Yeah. And he, he gets about 10 grand a week for that or something. Right. Oh, yeah, that's that all. Oh, Isn't it funny how, you know, like, you know, the, the gaming industry for young men, you know, it's just all-encompassing apparently. Other than that, it seems league is when they get off that, they just sit on their phones and watch the NFL yeah, uh, and that's why they want to play there because that's what they've got all got their eyeballs on. Hundred percent. Yeah, oh, I want to be. I there. think it's more the, the, the coin more than the game. And the coin. I think too, it's yeah. the coin. It's Ten thousand a week to be yeah, in the training yeah. squad. But, but it's boy. Yeah. yeah, but still the risks of not succeeding are so high. I mean, the mm. is walking away for a million bucks, and the opportunity yeah, not yeah, to play yeah. at Willow Stadium. Uh, <laughs> one more week to go before we get to the true pointy end of the season. It's been a pleasure flying with you as always, Dennis, Stephen, Redfern, Pat. We've been more fired up on the Diamond Center Podcast Network. See you, See you next week.
Bye. <laughs> that was good. Cool. Fire, <laughs>